<clears throat> so John Bernthal's podcast, The Real Ones, and I referenced this on an interview that he did recently, not an interview, a podcast that he did with Joe Rogan. Um, he has an episode with Julian Edelman um, that was like the, uh, what do you even call him anymore? Like you, you can't say anything without something being a trigger point, but he was the, he was the little white wide receiver, Wes Welker type, the, the little slot receiver with the, the, the unending engine that was always grinding all whatever other cliches and nomenclature we use to characterize each other that we don't like at the end of the day, but it's the thing that's always the default descriptor. Julian Edelman, however many Super Bowls the man won, he played quarterback at Kent State. He's 36 years old. It's what I always say, and I don't know if I'll ever have an opportunity to have these type of conversations on a legitimate established podcast that reaches any multitude of people. And even if that's the case, it doesn't matter. But every human being has a story. We're all mysteries. We're all treasures, man. We are all treasures. No matter how dark, no matter how bright your life is, what it has been, what it, what it is right now in the present, what it will be. Your life means something, not only to yourself, but to other people. And if you're, if you're ever able to step away from the stress and the grind and the anxiety and the 60, 70, 80 hour work weeks and take a deep breath and acknowledge that and find a way to share that with other people, it's really the only fuel that matters on this planet. It's not gas or petroleum or natural gas or oil oil or any of those things. It's human beings and it's it's conversation and it, and it's experience and it's it's being able to to lend that information, those experiences to each other. It's being able to help each other grow, help each other survive the madness of this world. And there is a part of me at 43 that wishes that I had realized this when I was 24, 25, when I went to Ruston, Louisiana. And there's a part of me sometimes that wishes that I was still a musician and then there's a part of me that wishes that I had joined the armed forces. But but any individual on the face of this planet could could ask themselves the same question or or hypothesize the same theoretical scenarios in their head. I'm not Jordan Peterson or any liberal intellectual that's trying to have some type of intelligent conversation in a podcast to release it to the world and gain followers and, and gain some type of following and fame and clout for that. The, the reality or the reason that I do this is because the generations before mine, and I don't even know if I'm Generation X, because I was I was born in 79. So 
I don't know if there's gener- generation Y or what we're looking at, if it's all alphabetical. I've not done the research to know that, but it doesn't matter. <clears throat> our parents and our parents' parents came from a generation that in a lot of ways was so emotionally cold and calloused and detached. You had marriages that lasted 30 or 40 years when people hated each other. But they thought that was the right thing to do. In the biggest of pictures, just stay together. And there's a lot of moral, ethical, familial fabric that was built into all those decisions. My father was a warrior. Not in the literal sense. But what that man endured, being adopted, having both of those adopted parents gone by the time he was 17 years old, and surviving in life, and becoming proficient to the ultimate degree in every job that he ever had, and and doing well and flourishing for himself... And getting 75% done with this log cabin that the man built, this passion project. I've got a crazy story, people. And I would love to sit down with Joe Rogan or John Bernthal or anyone for three and a half hours and talk about it. Because it would be interesting to you. And it would be helpful. Not that I'm helpful. But everyone's experience when you have a chance to listen to it, whether it's strictly audio form in a podcast or if it's on YouTube, we are all broken, challenged, flawed individuals. Regardless of your religion, your belief system, your politics, your, your financial status, your social status, regardless of all of those pre-qualifiers, We are all challenged in ways that we don't have an answer for. And we are all seeking answers to which we don't know if we will ever find. And that's okay. You don't necessarily need Adderall. You don't necessarily need Xanax or 27,000 different prescriptions. I probably need all those things. But I have such an aversion towards that medical practice because of my experience with my mother. I've never approached any of that. And I don't know if I will. But also, I suffer from extreme sleep apnea. I have a CPAP machine in my house. And I've not used it in over a year and a half. Whose fault is that? That's mine. That's a that's a casual laziness that detracts from my quality of life. And that's my personal decision every day to just not take that next step to clean out the components and to use the machine to feel better, to be healthy. And you can apply that to any part of your life. 
But that's just a small segment of who I am as a person. And that's why listening to John Bernthal talk to Julian Edelman that played for the Patriots for years is so fascinating to me. Because you get past the Hollywood, you get past the glitz, you get past the glamour, and you realize that Julian Edelman is just a man. And he has a very specific and a unique story that made him who he is, who he was before, and who he will be in the future. That's one part of what I wanted to speak on. The other part is this. There's a band called Tyler Reed. T-Y-L-E-R-R-E-A-D. Tyler Reed. To anyone that ever listens to this, to anyone that ever listens to any of these, And I realize by orders of magnitude, this podcast is never going to expand beyond a certain minuscule threshold. And I'm fine with that because the people that actually do listen to this, they they tell me about it and they they generally have positive commentary. And I appreciate that because I know I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. It's these are just. These are just my mental gymnastics recorded through the Anchor application. But if anyone ever listens to this and has one thing you remember that's not a life lesson moment, remember the band Tyler Reed. Josh Johnson, Jordan Johnson, Chris McPeters, Brent Skinner, Chris Rimmer. Brandon Johnson was a part of it at one point. I don't know if any of those band members have changed out or not. But I used to be a part of this band. And I so wish, I so wish the the songs that we were working on at Josh's parents' house in Grand Cane on the last newest version of an album we were going to record collectively. I wish those songs were available. This is when Brand New was was a big thing and bands like Haste. And I, I struggle for timeline on any of these things. Excuse me. Maybe 2002, 2003, 2004. We were... It sounds like such a dumbed-down generalization. We were a emo Linkin Park, two vocalists. I played no instruments whatsoever. <clears throat> I was a vocalist for this band. And I was never comfortable enough to, to really be a, a, an audience-capturing frontman. And I can freely admit that now. I'm 43 years old. We had a chance to play in, in Deep Ellum, Dallas, Texas, Charleston, South Carolina. We played in Shreveport with Thursday. I mean, there were some wild moments in my life that I never thought I would have the opportunity to experience. And no one knows that part of my life outside of the gentleman in this band. And I would love to have an opportunity to have a podcast with all of them. 
because these are not only gifted musicians, but these are these are peers in my life. I grew up with these men. I love them. I haven't seen them in years. I don't see them for years at a time unless I go back to northwestern Louisiana on vacation. Now, now Rimmer, I don't know that well, but everyone else. I was around them in a pretty constant state when I was in Ruston, Louisiana, going to going to school at Louisiana Tech. This band deserves to be everything. Rolling Stone cover. Everything that is an influential social media platform that allows them the ability to grow and to tour with. I don't even know what the big bands are. I'm trying to think right now. (laughs) I was going to say like. I was going to say like Daughtry or something else. Hell, I don't know. I, I don't know what people listen to anymore. Zach, the Zach Brown band. Well, I mean, that that's country, so that's super specific. But these guys have all lived crazy, crazy lives. And I don't necessarily mean like in some kind of drug-addled, strange state of madness. I just mean surviving life in general. And, and their songs, their songwriting, their, their, their vocal harmonies. It's like Queen and Brand New and Credence Clearwater Revival created this monstrosity that is magical and it's musical and all the alliterative things that you can think of as a descriptor. So Tyler Reed out of Northwestern Louisiana They have a new album out. I can never fully describe how amazing their songs and their albums are to me and how I want them to be so successful. And they are already. And how I want them to continue to grow and continue to make more music. Just check them out. Tyler Reed. Freaking check them out, folks. 